0: Y'all, it's Lynn Howard. Welcome back to Let's Get Mystical. I'm here without Genevieve today. She is still under the weather, but I wanted to make sure I came on to introduce the wonderful guest for this week, Santiago Cirillo. I don't really have any news for you guys without Genevieve, but I will let you know that I am still kind of watching Supernatural because I know Genevieve's forcing me. You guys know she's forcing me, but I don't know how much further I can get with that show. But for now. Let's get on with the interview. I can't wait for you guys to hear this. Hey, y'all. It is Lynn Howard. We are on Let's Get Mystical. And Jen's here, but Jen's not feeling well. No, I am not. I have mouth pain, so talking is not fun. So I will be doing a bulk of the talking, which is not exactly something that's hard for someone like me. I'm introverted, but I'm extroverted. So we actually have a super fun guest today. Santiago Cirillo. If you've ever seen Santiago at any convention, you probably heard him before you saw him. He is the president, owner, and only a member of Haya Nation. Hiya! So Santiago is a three time award winner of the Kanooga Film Festival, Best in Show for Paranormal Chasers, Soul of the Angel Fire. Canuga Film Festival, Best Regional Film for the Neph- Nephilim Chronicles, and the Greenville International Film Festival Viewers Choice Award for the Nephilim Chronicles. However, how I know Santi best and how we originally met is he just happened to be on my very ever favorite show in the whole world, The Walking Dead. So Santiago is an Army vet. How long, you? How long were you in there for?
1: I was in there uh, in the army for about eight years.
0: He's also an actor, a writer, a producer, and a screenwriter. He is the perfect storm. So, the first thing I want to know about is how this Haya Nation came about.
1: Um, Haya Nation came about, um, I was in a dark time in my life, I uh, witnessed a lot of death and tragedy. Uh, personally with family and really close friends in the military and my best friend and military brother. And um, I try to take my life. I tried to take my life like five times. And um, I was out in a big uh, field and told God, take this pain away or I'm going to take it away. Instead of hallelujah, amen, I yelled, hi, And when I yelled it, it felt like the world belonged to me. that second, it showed me exactly how important life is. I could have had a gnat bow down to me. The wind would worship me. That's how strong I felt. And um, with that release of energy, you know, you yell hi-yah, and it echoed around. It felt like just an amazing, amazing moment to, to the point where I couldn't stop crying because it was just happiness. And I decided to take that With all the pain that I struggled through life as a kid, adult, into the military and so forth. And I took all that story and made it one word and and passed it around to to stop bullying, to stop the negativity in the world, to stop all this anger and hate and um, show more people life. You know, there's a lot of things going on through addiction, through bullying, through so many different areas. And I just want to show positive. Positive vibes, man. So I yell Haya, clears the air with every room I go to, anything I say, any place I go, and it gives me more power, and then it helps me tell my story.
0: All the years I've known you, I didn't know that story. <laughs> I didn't know that story. All the years I've known you. Um, coming home, every convention you have a sign-up for the book, Coming Home. When is that going to be released?
1: Um, we're in the right now it's getting written and editing um, a few times. That's actually, and it is going to be a book. It's called a veterans homecoming, a veterans homecoming. Sorry.
0: I re- I said the wrong thing. Sorry about that. No, no,
1: no, no, you're good. And I wrote this story. Um, I'll give you just a little rewind. Um, through the time of that dark times, um, my best friend and military brother committed suicide, and literally about <laughs> six days later, my mom dies of cancer. And oh my god! On my way home from my mom's funeral, um, I'm still in all this funeral stuff. i wearing um, my. I have a farm. I live in a farm, and we had a bad storm and bag of potato chips I guess literally got into the yard and my farm dog got into it which is my best friend at that time and driving up the driveway after you know coming from a long trip from another state burying your family there's my dog laying in the front yard dead and I literally oh god (laughs) so I took a shovel and went in my farm dug a hole buried him, in my hole I mean didn't even sit down and That kind of showed a little of the snap I was going through. Um, A lot of people were trying to comfort me and calling me and wondering what's going on. But anyway, um, yeah, but uh, I wrote this story, and I wanted to give back to not just with that pain, but other pain that people go through uh, as service members and when they come out, when they go through war and everything. So I took all that and put it into one character and wrote a book and mostly like a hallmark uh faith book because a lot of these military stories everybody likes to you know make money off off the pain well here i'm going to show right so i can show love more in a great ending and um at the same time we're giving percentages to uh help homeless veterans and veterans and their families that deal with PTSD.
0: i love you santi is this put a writing bug in your in in your Like, are you thinking you want to keep writing or is this just, just this book? No, no, actually,
1: um, man, it's amazing because it is hard to get, I've written scripts. I got like nine or 10 scripts that I've written and it is weird because I didn't know, it's hard to make it a TV show, make a movie, you know, try to get people's trust to invest in it. And at the same time, a lot of authors, uh, that I've met down the road have said, Hey, you know, are you ever interested in doing books and all that? So I ran into, at one time, uh, I ran into Kendra Sauter. Kendra Sauter, which is a, she's a, out of North Carolina, and she writes mystery books, horror movies, uh, horror books, and all that stuff, man. And I fell in love with some of her books. And, and I was like, oh, my God, I got this zombie book. And I quit writing it just because it was, a script that just kept on and on, and she was like, "Well, let me take a look at it." And she wrote, you know, turned it turned it into a book. And then we went back and forth, going through the the whole book, writing this and take this out, write this. Not only was she teaching me how to write us turning a turn the script to a book, um, it was amazing. So we released Zombified: The Headhunter Book, which is so weird. I wrote this book four or five years before the pandemic. And it and it starts in 2020 with a pandemic.
0: <laughs> oh, God. Now we know what happened. Now we know what happened. So Thanks kidding. a lot, Sansi. Oh, my
1: God. But it's a hit book. It's uh, well, top 20 in Amazon. I took it out because Netflix wanted to make a TV show, a pandemic hit. I had to put it back and, and had some friends help me, Rick Prince from Sci-Fi Channel. And we did a new cover. And now it's back on the list, and we're releasing book two this fall, along with a veterans' homecoming book. So it's like, yeah, I got two books coming out again.
0: You know, Jen and I usually open the segment um, separate from the interview with what we've been watching. I, I hope that gets turned into a show because I'm all about zombies. Y'all know I'm all about my zombie shows and my supernatural shows and paranormal. I hope that gets picked up by Netflix. That'd be, and then I can go. I know someone famous. <laughs>
1: The book actually, if you love horror and you love old school horror, I literally, I don't want to break it and spoil it for everybody, but you literally, I, I, created my own version of vampires through zombie blood, own version of Frankenstein's monster, gargoyles. Uh, we're introducing, love it. We're introducing the Sasquatch tribe family that is ran by female tribe. Uh, the females are the leaders and the men are the the caregivers. And there's a whole bunch of different things, but it's more like my version of Amazonian women that, anyway, there's a lot of stuff. So I give props to everything I can put into that I learned in history through horror and monsters and some of the cool stuff in little sci-fi. So check out the book and get ready for book two. Well, hell
0: yeah. <laughs> well, now, since this whole channel, it's Let's Get Mystical, it's all about the paranormal. I need to know something. Yes. In your time during service or after, have you ever experienced anything paranormal, whether during war or after? That, that's where I need a sound effect. Ooh. Yeah, actually,
1: um, this is so weird uh, because I am involved in the paranormal world. Um, just as you know, if you're in, if you got something, and 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 I grew up with it. I'm sorry, my phone is acting crazy. I grew, up, right. I grew up with um, some kind of things that I went through in life. Heard voices, felt things, saw things. But at that time, you know, 80s kind of deal. You didn't want to tell nobody or you'd be in a padded room, you know. Right. You know, check out the movie Joker. It kind of explains exactly what, what it went through at that right. time. So um, I got introduced to Keith Age through um, a lot of these comic cons and stuff. And I kind of give them a little of my story. I say, yeah, man, this this, and that. And so, anyway, I went through haunted houses. One was like a hundred year old house um, with slave tunnels under it. Now, if you guys never been around the state of Kentucky, I think the whole state is haunted, but that's just me. Mm-hmm. But um, I've experienced a lot of things through that.
0: Uh, Tennessee and Kentucky are, are I get uncomfortable. My family's buried in Kentucky. So, anytime mm-hmm. we go, to Kentucky or Tennessee, you know, I can, I can feel the presence. Can't hear, can't see it, but I can feel it. It's not comfortable for me going to Tennessee or Kentucky.
1: Mm-hmm. Since so you've passed by okay. any trail of tears and stuff, but I've witnessed mm-hmm. everything. Uh, walls uh, blood coming out of walls, um, spirits, uh, videos of mm. people following me. I have blackened out in a room and woke up in another room. I have seen people getting thrown. I have seen, I've seen lights flicker where there's no light bulbs. I could go on and on. And it is so cool because it is not a myth because the people that witnessed it are professional par- paranormal uh, investigators and so forth that I do not keep any of the evidence. They actually keep it and bring it out to the world and be like, hey, have y'all ever been like, around santiago something about this high yacht stuff brings out some (laughs) yeah it's so weird it is weird
0: i was telling genevieve the first time we met we were side by side at the tables and i put you on a a live feed because if if you're at a convention you'll hear santiago before you see him Hear them through the whole mall. You know, I'm going to be at Silicon this year. So I'll see you there. Yay. And I'm bringing, I'm, I'm bringing Cody again, you know, my son, sweet. and I'm actually bringing a new person with me. Sweet, sweet. Um, let's talk about your favorite role or project because there's most of the things that we're looking up are a lot of paranormal and, and, you know, supernatural type movies and, and roles. Right, right. So what was your favorite role or your favorite project?
1: Um, And they're all they're all equal. That's the thing. I just love.
0: Ah, shut up. We all say we don't have a favorite kid. That's a lie. (laughs) What was your
2: favorite? (laughs) I
1: um, mm,
0: I would say. uh, I don't know if I. Okay, let's change it. Which one affected you more more negatively, and which one affected you more positively? Like I, obviously Nashville, you know your your appearance on there wasn't, you know, paranormal type yeah. thing, but has any of the roles ever like stuck with you negatively? Um,
1: yeah, the the Princess Diana I did Dodie Fayette in a in a documentary approved by their family, um, and it was so weird because you got to hear, you got to see, hear, and read a script of stuff that hasn't been released to the public. And it was so weird um, because negativity kind of kind of added a little to my stress, just because mm-hmm. um, you kept silent and then you hear all this stuff, and you know they you see it. What you see after an editing is not the complete story, because a lot of stuff had been protected. And it's so weird. And I'm like, man, I hope freaking Illuminati don't find me. I don't want to know. <laughs> I'm just talking i was like I, I burnt the script, man. I don't know I don't know princess that princess who,
0: princess who. <laughs> I was just playing. I was just playing. So yeah, that's so which is weird, but most which role it? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Which role has been your most challenging?
1: Uh, I probably say um, the most challenging would be the role I did uh, Andrew on Rosalie. I had a uh, you know if you guys didn't know I filmed that in an actual haunted facility, Post Town Elementary School in Ohio, and the place is, like, top-ranked, most haunted place to go.
0: I I watched that one. And so we
1: filmed a movie there, but in behind the scenes, a lot of stuff went paranormal-wise. People got attacked, all this stuff, and we, some people, I slept in the place. I stayed there for almost three weeks, you know, filming off and on, and nothing happened to me. But there was a full recording of a whole school session above me but um that was pretty good and the thing the reason why is because i when you go to these places you could feel the energy being drained because it is what they do it is what happens a lot they drain your energy and if you got this high high energy boy you getting fed like a zombie apocalypse you know and most of the time they Feed off of fear because that's what sells. Yeah. That's what sells. That's come paranormal yeah. hunt, get attacked by ghosts. Yeah. You know, haunted houses, or whatever. And they're used to that negative, that scary, that hard, dark energy. And you come out here, and here's Santiago Cirillo coming in, and hi, yeah. They're going, what the heck? He just made our light flicker. Let's do this, you know. And did
0: well, Ashmore Estates, the little boy. Everybody's like freaked out by him. I'm like, he was hanging out with me almost the entire time, like. He didn't, he didn't bother me any.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. That's another place that I've been asked to go to.
0: You haven't been to, to Ashmore State yet? No,
1: and it's so weird because every setup where I'm trying to go, I end up getting a gig. Like, oh, you got to this and that. Oh, you, you know, it's always something's up. Same thing with Gettysburg. I go to Gettysburg, I uh, haven't gone there yet, and I've been planning that for like six years.
0: I don't want it's my my husband uh, lived in Tennessee and he lived his the original house before they bought their or built the other house used to be a Civil War hospital and he keeps saying that he's gonna take me and I'm like I don't know man
1: yeah because you could feel a lot of that stuff when I did Rosalie and yeah. I had a lot of a lot of emotional scenes especially crying scene it took the to me shake it off the literally shake it off or. All right, cut. And I'm just walking away and I'm shaking and I'm trying to shake, physically shake off that mood, that character to the point where people had to hug me and I was bawling like somebody died in my soul. And I was.
0: that was actually my, my next question was the movie you were in with Rosalie. Like did you do any ghost hunting over your own or was it just too much because you could you could feel all that? Was it just too much to do any any ghost and ghost investigations? Is that ghost no, hunting? Oh no, it,
1: it kinda added to it. It kinda added the emotion, the character, it built it up. Um, you know, you feel the bumps and I mean there was one time we were filming in the classroom, then door slammed. <laughs> we're like, Okay,
0: it's like
1: all right, but we need this room, we gotta film it. We already set it up.
0: Uh, so Genevieve has me watching Supernatural the tv show and last night's episode um what was it ghost facers (laughs) and it was you know based on like you know these these ghost hunting shows and I was cracking up because so many of these shows do the same thing where they're trying to you know instigate
2: something with the ghost what was that right
0: what was that and I'm like why are you acting scared when you you just literally tried to do it yourself so just
2: absolutely worst part of Supernatural
0: <laughs> uh, I was cra- I right was now? cracking up. I was cracking up over that whole show.
2: That's funny. <laughs> she,
1: I was t- They do script a lot of stuff. Um I don't know what, oh, you know, yeah. there's a lot of shows that are scripted. I mean, I had a friend of mine that that was on Jerry Springer and they told me that they never met, you know, all this stuff. They never met each other and all that. And they create the story. But, you know, there is a lot of these investigation uh paranormal investigators that are legit are literally legit. yeah
0: you you know you know kevin betzker and, and randy from deep south here at paranormal those were legit mm-hmm. and then they got picked up at first show for a minute keith age is legit james carita you know i i trust what they're doing but then these shows man they're, they're, some of these shows and we're not saying the one name that we all <laughs> despise because we don't we don't name drop on these right, shows right. but on our podcast um i yeah. i need some i need some tea i need some tea on the walking dead spill the tea baby spill the tea
1: where are we going i know there's I no drama because
0: they're all like best friends
1: there no there is no drama the cat that i'll tell you yeah. where the drama is legitimately the, the drama is the executive stuff executive producers yeah. you know writers directors you know they do all that stuff you know, that's usually, and that's with all production. Now, I don't know really what the actual, if there is actual drama, like I hate you, da, 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 but that's usually what it is, you know. That's a little drama, but the story gets told. Um, the actors are very tight with each other. Um, the future of the show is pretty much what they're showing, they're telling now. There's some stuff that you haven't, you don't know yet that will be um, released soon. Do I still keep up with a lot of the stuff? Of course, of course, you know. But um, the best part, there's spinoffs, you know, there's, there's...
0: I haven't, you know, I tried watching um, uh, uh, Fear and someone told me that I, you know, that I, I had to like go back and watch more of it because the first couple episodes... Uh...
1: Fear is the actual story, uh, trying to tell their version, the actual story of how everything started, you know, you get to see the first zombie or walker. And then it goes into more stuff. And as you can see, during the time you get closer, they start bumping, you know, close enough hints of the original cast stuff, you know, bump into crossover characters and so forth. Um, But it is a great show. It's just hard because you get hooked on the original concept, which was started. And that's why I love independent projects, man. You know, yeah six to eight episode independent project and got this funding through pretty much they talked their crap into it. You know, hey yeah this is about this and that and they, they got the funding for it. So when you fall in love and get character base, it's hard to get a spin off. That's why reboots are not really that good.
0: Oh I'm so tired of reboots. There are so many amazing screenplays out there there are so many amazing books out there um i saw they're going to make a tv show from interview with a vampire they remade um uh what was it a west side story i just yeah um so jen is typing me notes because she's having mouth issues she doesn't feel well she said she saw in another interview that you said someone saw you on there and nearly had a heart attack who, who, who saw you and nearly had a heart attack? Saw me? Yeah. I guess on the show.
1: Um, I don't know. I don't.
0: It says I saw in another interview that he said someone saw him on there and nearly had a heart attack. I'm
1: trying to, I'm trying to think of the interview. I've so many interviews.
0: Were you, were you just lying for a cool interview? No. Cause it happens.
2: No. <laughs> I try to make my life so much more interesting. No. It is.
1: <laughs> Let me
2: clarify. Let me clarify. I can I can talk for a bit to clarify this. I was watching um, a YouTube video of uh, I think it was called "The Life and Times of Santiago," uh-huh. and you were you were being interviewed by somebody, and they said you told them that somebody called you when the episode aired and was so surprised that they were like freaking out, and you said that it was like they were nearly having a heart attack because they were so excited.
1: Only one I could think of is um, my agent when they called me. She sounded like she was having a heart attack and stuff. <laughs> yeah, because she was, she was like, she's like, oh my god, oh my god, I was filming a TV show for Fox up in Louisville, Kentucky, and I get this call from my agent. Oh my god, you, yeah, what are you doing? Wait, are you offset all this, all this crazy stuff? And she was, she was like, oh my god, you're on The Walking Dead, and I didn't know what the heck the show was. I didn't know there was this show called The Walking Dead. Oh. So she was like, you're on The Walking Dead. And they, like, silenced for, like, three seconds. I was like, uh, The Walking what? <laughs> and
0: she's like, you're an idiot. What's wrong with you?
1: Uh, so- I,
0: but see, now, now that we've become cool, I love going back to, especially the the big episode, the, the big battle with the governor and watching you in action. You know, because a lot of times, you know, a lot of your roles – you do have dialogue, but it's not a whole yeah. lot of action. Watching you in action is cool. Now, have you stayed cool with any of the the, the other actors? Oh, yeah. Like, are you still in contact? Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, either we meet at conventions or, you know, we uh, I get texts and calls. I mean, it's pretty cool. I mean, you get to know. The best part is, is that they loved it that I didn't know nothing about the show. So not only was I was not allowed to watch the show or binge watch it before I show up or while I was on on their filming, I had to wait till everything was done to go home and then watch it. So oh, wow. so when I met so when I met any of the actors, I don't know who the hell they were. I was hanging out with Chandler Riggs, celebrating his birthday, talking to his dad, talking about their family band, you know, I was talking to the, uh, <laughs> to the point where I was on a motorcycle, you know, there was a roll of motorcycles, and I was sitting down on it, like, "Hey, this is some cool stuff, man." Well, what are they doing this with stunts? Or... And here comes somebody who was like, "Hey, you can't sit on them bikes." I was like, "Why? Those are Daryl's bike." I was like, "Who the who the f bomb is Daryl?" And
0: I can't see it. if I had gotten on this show, I've been. A hardcore fan from the first episode i'd have gone on their fangirl and so it's probably a good thing you didn't know what it was right. you just went in as an actor and just gave it your all instead of being like
1: right you know, right just- right and that's how it was um scott wilson i was talking to him and i and just oh, you know and i was like oh, dude I, was, I don't make me sad it, it, we were talking about old shows beretta the streets of san francisco yes. all the stuff that i saw him in when i was a kid with watching with my dad and I was very happy to see him and I was like, didn't know he was Herschel. I was just talking to him.
0: You know, I I don't I don't cry. I cry out of anger. I actually cried when Scott Wilson passed away. Right, yeah. I cried when Herschel died, but I cried when Scott Wilson passed away. There's just Betty White, you know, there's just certain actors that, you know, they become real to you. Yes you know, in your real life and they, they, they mean so much to you. Maybe we'll try and get one of your buddies to come on with you so I can get the dirt on you from, from one of the, wa- <laughs> how, so how did he really act on The Walking Dead?
1: <laughs> they were, that would not happen. Da, da, da. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so are they all Norman Reedus, Andrew Lincoln? Are they all as just down to earth and chill as they seem? Oh
1: Yeah very very to the point you know i'll tell you how i met andrew lincoln i was i was uh walking around the set while we were on break and i got into the holding part where they had all the walkers i mean there was a lot of people this is the prison scene so it's like a lot of walkers, yeah. and some were you know just dummies you know that they had and you see these people with all these crazy makeup and here comes this guy next to me wearing a sheriff outfit and i thought he was security on set. And he was just like, this is amazing. And I had an accent and everything. I was like, yeah, this is pretty cool. And then here comes somebody, hey, you know, we're ready for y'all. And I'm walking with him and just bs And next thing you know, they put us in <laughs> in the set. And I'm like, oh, you work here?
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. I See, I love little behind the scene things like that. Yeah. Really digging in you- the
2: dirt here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: They, they, well, if you watch any like little side interviews with them and stuff, they, they're, they're all stayed like best friends. Well, Maggie, Lauren Cohen was on Supernatural. I was, I I told, I promised Genevieve, I would watch Supernatural. So I've been binging it when, you know, my husband's painting or whatever. And I've texted her, I'm like, Maggie's on Supernatural. And she was on Vampire Diaries too. So I was like, oh, it's so crazy to hear her real British accent because most of the freaking Walking Dead actors are actually British. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, and it's all it's all a network thing, man. It's all a network thing. To to companies, they work with each other. And I met Lauren on set, gave me hugs. You know, very sweet woman. Um, just unbelievable the the whole the whole area, the way things are are shot and so forth. You know, the scene I did would be shooting a rifle. And it was yeah. just me, and then it was like two cameras, and they cleared the set enough because they were actually, you know, shooting. When you hear the ping, ping, it was like pellets hitting the hitting the um, table. I flipped over, but they were hitting it in an angle where it won't hurt me. And I was shooting these blanks, and all. I mean, it was just amazing. And you know, when we did all the scenes, it was like a standing ovation for me. And you know, everybody was offset except the some the main cast and some of the crew, and they were like, you know. Like I did like this crazy, crazy scene and it just was like cut a little bit on, on the show, but it was amazing how the whole sequence worked out and they treated you like man, you've been there for years, you know.
0: Yeah, that's I have heard that from like all the extras that have ever been on there, that they treat you like you you've been a part of the family the whole time. Oh yeah. That's what I you know, that show that I it sounds weird, but the show more or less I don't wanna say saved my life, but has kept me sane. Through the years, with all the the crap that I've dealt with, but and you are, you know, I still have the uh, the calendar that you signed for. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Okay, so now my next question: What role did you have yeah. that you've done that you felt like I've finally made it? I, I am a real actor. I'm a professional actor. I've made it.
1: I would say uh, Beast of the Water because I got to work with. Some of the original power rangers sci-fi channel people um professional wrestlers you know a big crew um and at the same time you know it was a co-starring role a supporting role so it wasn't like i was in for one or two scenes or three scenes like i did for tv shows you know um, i worked with jason lee and a whole bunch of people before and i get to work with some people that i not only grew up watching. Uh, through entertainment, but at the same time, respecting me as a working actor, you know, and it was like, man, this is good. I
0: haven't seen that one. I went and watched the episode you were in, Nashville. I, anytime I see that you're in something, I have to go check it out and let everybody know.
1: Check it out Beast of the Waters, about a seven foot monster, like, wants to kill me and my team.
0: well listen i was a power rangers fan when i was in like high school which is so weird but i loved i used to watch that when i was eating my breakfast in the morning go to high school
1: that's awesome
0: (laughs) so that kind of just gave out my age but you know what i don't care
2: uh, (laughs) sorry i didn't mean to interrupt Uh, i have the um description up if you want me to read it (laughs) Well, yeah. <laughs> a research group makes a curious discovery that may lead to the fountain of youth. Meanwhile, an ancient Native American fable sends an ominous warning that those who disrespect nature will learn to fear the rain. Nature's law has no mercy. This is the one when I was looking through the list on IMDb that I immediately caught my attention.
1: If you like movie like the Predator, um, Aliens, that's the movie you like this and um yeah definitely gonna check that one out. really good it's horror sci-fi good stuff
2: now moving on a little bit um <clears throat> you also are a motivational motivational speaker I, I have heard you want to yeah. tell us a little about that
1: yeah uh, every time i go into towns i either um, non-schedule i don't tell people much of what i do but i go to schools i go to little um recovery places uh rehabilitation centers and i motivate people to check them out see how they're doing and tell them to live life follow their dreams you know show more of um a positive look in life than listening to all the negativity in the world you know just let's let's just face it man you can't even watch the dang weather without telling them them telling them, hey, you might want to run for cover. It's thirty. It's about a three percent tornado watch, but you know, just in case, get that app and and you know, get that safety zone, you know, and all this stuff, and you know, and it's just negative people telling people, hey, you know what the odds are of you being successful? Why don't you just work in the work here? You know, like this and that. You know, just I don't know. I can go on and on, but what I do is I go out to places and I talk to people and try to motivate their lives at the same time. Having some positive uh, look in my life because sometimes, you know, at this entertainment industry, you forget where you're from and you take advantage uh, of certain things. And you're like, whoa, whoa, that's not me. I shouldn't be doing this, you know. So it's kind of a wake-up call, but at the same time, it's kind of a a life-changing moment to help everybody I can.
2: That's wonderful. Um, I'm glad that you uh, help people like that because everybody, everybody needs it, but not everybody admits to needing that kind of support.
1: Definitely. Um, you know, there's stories where people say, if I haven't met you that day, I was planning to go and kill myself. I've I've had parents and call me and tell me how their cha- their kid they can't stop their kid from saying hiya. At the same time, their grades are good. You know, they're loving. They want to get into acting and entertainment and writing and everything. I mean, there's so many stories, you know. And it's just them great moments where I'm like, man, I just wanted. I'm just glad I, I literally just opened up to that and continued
0: i was actually i was actually witness to one of those moments at Silcon. i can't remember what year it was it was when uh you know deep south paranormal were there james anita was there um but i remember them recording it and you were sitting there talking to this guy and then was hugging him and he was just crying and we all just moved away from our tables to give you guys that time together i, re- I remember watching that yeah those I don't remember. I don't know his situation. I didn't know a situation then. I don't know it now, but I just, I remember you just like talking to him and embracing him and he was, he was crying and yeah, you, you, you've changed a lot of lives and you know it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, and it's not to, as you know, I don't, I don't do selfies or anything about that. You know, I just, I have my moments and, and it's, and it's good because like I said, it's, It's just showing me that out of all this smoke and mirrors, man, there's things that people are not focusing on, and I'm glad that I can get to that attention and talk to people for that.
0: Yeah, I wish more. I don't want to say I wish more actors were like that, but I wish more people understood that everyone around you has something going on. That's why I always try to smile at people, and I always try to treat them with kindness because I don't know if they just buried their mom or if they're going to you know sit with their dying father or i you know we don't know what someone's going through so i always i always try to treat people with kindness
1: exactly that's true that's the same thing i do
0: so what i saw on imdb that you do have um some projects coming up can you tell us about those
1: yeah um i as soon as covid kind of lowered down and people started doing more opening uh for filming and back on track because i had so much stuff in the back burner and you know and it got either lost or they canceled it but then it got backed up so it was a great thing that i did a um a movie called devil's hollow uh which is in post-production i think they finally finished all the editing and everything and um they have some teaser trailers but devil's hollow is pretty good murder mystery thriller that i'm i've worked on with some great people and even uh Tony award winning people and people that work with HBO and so forth. And also have a movie uh, called the The, uh, company we keep. And it is a horror mystery thriller. Also uh, more like silence of the lamb kind of deal. And I work with Eric Roberts on that one and some great people out in California, Florida and so forth. And that is in post production as well. Editing, uh should be out this year, and we're finishing up a movie, Slaughtery, in Arkansas, which COVID shut it down for two and a half years, and we came back and did it, and finishing that up, um, and what else? I got some other stuff going
0: The up. Vampire Santa. Vampire Santa, yes.
1: Uh, that is golden.
0: I'm looking yeah. at them. Yep. That is- we got Vampire Santa 1, The Beginning, Devil's Hollow, Body Jackers, and Soul. Yes. Uh, They're all in production. All those
1: are still, some are in production, some went, are going to film festivals and so forth. Um, so, yeah, that is that is pretty much that. And, uh, of course, I'm working on the TV show Smoke, which is my version of uh, Supernatural meets Nightmare on Elm Street. And it's, okay. and it's about uh, Smoke, who is half human and half ghost. And
0: you know that's my so jam.
1: We actually film it in haunted facilities to help them, um, not just raise money to help the place stay, keep that history alive, but also help it to fix the places up. Because some of these places, you know, the government's not giving them money; they're working on, you know, funding it themselves. So we're gonna put the TV show in there. Hopefully, attracts not just tourism, but some good sponsors, and we're gonna go to other places. Uh, haunted facilities to do the same but it's pretty cool we're, we're working building it up production team and everything the script has been written for a movie and if we want to uh, continue it for a tv show and it is pretty cool it's uh, a lot of horror a lot of scary stuff um man i got so much stuff i'm doing you know but
0: that's not a bad thing to be busy not, not, <laughs> and i'm touring around of
1: course doing conventions and and doing the-
0: well that was my next question because i know about september at silicon so where else can people find you this year
1: um i am doing a convention for authors and and writers in louisville kentucky and that uh, is in july so it's pretty cool i'm doing that i'm doing um rwe wrestling because i'm into the wrestling
0: i know that <laughs> so i am
1: rwe wrestling which is revolutionary wrestling entertainment out of Grubbs, arkansas saturdays off and on uh i am doing uh, two realm paranormal research and investigation to help uh fix and and raise money for the um O railroad in cleveland ohio And we're going to do hauntings. Uh, We're going to do live events and so forth. And that is uh, September. September, out there in September 24th and 25th. You know, the the thing I'm doing in Louisville is called Imaginarium. Um, And I'm doing that out there, I think it's July 8th and 10th. Oh, my God. And, of course, if you're a Walking Dead fan, you might want to come out to the camp which is where all of us Walking Dead, Walkers, uh, Actors, um, we're out there in Peachtree City at the Hilton. We're doing that May 28th and 29th, and we're going to be doing tours, uh, checking out the sets. I mean, you can catch a lot of the actors out there, and uh, we're going to be doing a lot of stuff out there. And, of course, Gettysburg on August 19th to 21st. And some more stuff. Uh, Just check out my Facebook page and... Google me and all that
0: nice stuff. I did. Okay. We always have a segment, or we're we're starting this new segment, and it's called This or That, and you can only choose one. Okay? It's kind of a a rapid fire. Are you ready?
1: Okay. Oh, sheesh.
0: Werewolves or vampires?
1: Vampires.
0: Time travel or aliens?
1: Time travel.
0: Supernatural or ghost whisperer?
1: Ghost Whispers. Really? Yeah.
0: I, so I haven't seen I haven't seen that show. The yet.
1: reason why I want uh, the reason why, because Ghost Whispers is, pretty, I mean, you got to watch it. You got to watch it. I'll
0: have to check it. I I know what it is. I just haven't seen it. Charmed or bewitched.
1: Ooh. Ooh. Charmed is like a Buffy kind of deal. Bewitched is like.
0: Bewitched is old school, it's baby. Old that's school. my jam.
1: That's my jam. Yeah, I know. So I'm I'm gonna go with you with Bewitched.
0: Ah, that's my boy. Romance or dystopian?
1: <laughs> I'm going romance, baby. I'm just going romance.
0: Wow, okay. Lucky wife. Coffee or tea?
1: Coffee. Lots of it. Amen.
0: French. Amen, brother. Amen. <laughs>
1: French, vanilla, especially. You got me in there.
0: Hey, what's up? <laughs> and me too. Okay. Spring or summer? Spring. Yeah. Pen or pencil? Pencil. Tank tops or t-shirts?
1: Tank tops.
0: Flip-flops or sneakers? Flip-flops. Amen. Barefoot. Uh, ocean or land? Ocean. Beach or woods? Woods. Music or silence? Yeah, there's no way in hell you would have silence. I'm just going to answer that for you.
1: Yeah. I, I, (laughs) I, I had silence for a while and I started talking to myself. And all of a sudden, all these people came out of nowhere in my head. And I'm going, and then you get into an argument and you're trying to like leave the room like, the hell with all of y'all. I'm getting the hell out of this conversation. And then you try to leave it. Somehow they follow you. You can't leave us. And then next thing you know, you're trying to tell a therapist. And they're like, you know what? Let me, let me lay in the couch and just watch. And you're like, this is a the therapist thing.
0: I just snorted. <laughs> okay. Whew. Country or pop? Country. Sweet or savory? Savory iPhone or Android? Android. Going to a club or dancing in the kitchen?
1: Dancing in the kitchen.
0: Cat or dog? Dog. Beer or whiskey? Beer. Burger or salad? Salad. Demons or angels? Angels. Good boy. Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings?
1: Harry Potter.
0: Now this next question is going to determine our friendship. (laughs) marvel or dc
1: dc all the way
0: and there goes our friendship star wars or star trek
1: can't answer that due to conflict of interest because i love them both.
0: van helsing or interview with a vampire interview with a vampire all right i'll I'll forgive the dc gaffe because you said interview with a vampire Really, DC over Marvel? Really? I
1: have. I'll tell you the DC story, and you're gonna you're gonna be happy about it. Okay, here we go. And it goes back to my childhood. My mom was battling stage four cancer, ovarian cancer, and still worked. She worked to the point very poor, uh, six boys in a two bedroom duplex, and anything I had that was popular, I'd never had anything popular. But that one time, my mom worked hours. For Christmas, to get a Christmas bonus, and bought a Superman and Flash underwears And I had Superman, and me and my brother, you know, went to school in pajamas kind of deal. Anyway, long story short, I love DC, and that's the reason why I love Superman, and it keeps my mind set. It reminds me of my mother. So I have a Superman tattoo, Plutonian tattoo that has my name on my forearm, and I have a Superman S on my chest.
0: Okay. I'll forgive it now. Because of that story, I will forgive you. But
1: I do love Marvel. I watch every Marvel movie. and I'm a geek. Amen. I love it all.
0: Yes, me too. I like Wonder Woman. And I like the characters of Batman and all that. But the movies are lacking.
1: And, uh, the animation is better. But...
2: Yeah. Since yeah, you couldn't definitely. answer uh, Star Wars versus Star Trek, how about Back to the Future versus Doctor Who?
1: Oh my god, Back to the Future. How dare you say that? and i'm a i'm a big doctor who fan as i used to watch it back in the day you know british network came out and you watch you watch Benny Hill, you watch Doctor Who, then you watch Dark Shadows, and you keep on. The next thing you know it's four in the morning and you're like, oh my God, where has this?
0: You no. Know, see, see, Santi so, Jen's in her thirties, so she doesn't know about Benny Hill and all. Oh that. my god. Yes I do.
2: <laughs> you know about Benny Hill? Oh yeah, I have, I have a mother, you know, when I live with her. I know about all that stuff. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Where
0: can people find more information on you or follow your professional career other than IMDb?
1: Uh, social media. I got. Um, I just started the TikTok thing. so um, Did you? Yeah. I'll have to find you. So um, I do have, of course, Instagram, Twitter, and the face, and the face of the book, the book of the face.
0: Is it all under just your name?
1: Yes, and I run it all too, so it's pretty cool. People are like,
0: is this really you? It sure is, honey, what you want. <laughs> You're such a dork.
1: Ah, uh, yeah. Whose dog? I. Whose dog is oh, that? Oh, here I we go. You're gonna hear another Santiago story. I have a farm out here about 80 acres, and I rescue dogs. And Aww. and to and, and I say rescue. It's just you know they're either on their last leg, and I give them a life they they want, or people are trying to get rid of dogs, or they're gonna put them in shelter where they get killed eventually. So let being said I have a little pet cemetery for them once they pass away and I have that is Swayze Patrick aka named after Patrick Swayze he is a, yeah, I caught on to that. he is a poodle a um, toy poodle Um, and he's probably barking because walkers out there which is my blue <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know how I didn't know that through all these years yeah I did not know you you, you rescued all those uh, little uh, doggy hospice.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's exactly what it is. Yeah.
0: So, so just about the pet cemetery, though it's not like a Stephen King's pet cemetery or anything, right? Like,
1: I don't know, cause you I don't like have a. Cause this is known my my area where I live is uh, to the house down the road, which I, it's about eighty acres we have together, and it is also known as the one of the original routes of the Pony Express. And there's a lot of Native American stuff we find around. And rumor has it that there is treasure buried in my farm as this farm was won by the great, great, great grandfather of my wife through a poker game.
0: And you've never gotten a metal detector out and no. checked the ground? Because I'd be walking every inch of 80 acres. No, I haven't. I I, haven't. I'll, I'll come out and look if I can split. <laughs> you
1: know, it, it's weird because I got all these trees and I am and I see some hollow, you know, stumps. And I'm like, those are where they used to hide money and, you know, how they used to do it, jars and stuff.
0: I, so I have another question. How does your wife um, handle you traveling so much? Does she ever go with with you to any of these? Um
1: no. Because I but, haven't met her yet. She does sometimes. Only depends if it's near a vacation spot.
0: <laughs> well, maybe sometime bring her to one of the Silcons or one of the I, shows I met so I, I really need I her.
1: try, I try, I try, and she is not into it. And she, you know, she witnessed a little bit through big, these cons I did and, and uh, filming on set. And she'll say hi, hello, and that's it. But, you know... There's certain things that she just uh, doesn't understand on it, but she she enjoys it. She loves the paychecks when it comes out of it. But <laughs> it.
0: my husband's been to one one signing with me ever. It's not it's not his thing either. He knows the the weekend of Silicon is a weekend of our friends' big car show, and I won't be here for it because he'll be doing his own thing. It's the same thing, right? Santiago, it. Has been a blast as always. Can we get one more hiya?
1: Hiya! Thank you so much, you amazing women. And I appreciate your time and respect. And I love you guys. Nothing but continuous blessings and keep on doing what you're doing. Right.
0: I love you, Santiago. That's it for today, guys. Thank you so much for listening. And make sure you hit the follow button and feel free to leave us, leave us a review anytime. Until next time, say goodbye, Genevieve. <laughs>
2: Bye. Thank you for listening to Let's Get Mystical. This podcast was hosted by Genevieve Scholl and Lynn Howard and produced by Genevieve Scholl. If you'd like to contact the hostesses, you can do so by emailing podcast at gmail.com.